You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to another edition of the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And as always, a big shout out to all our sports byline affiliates around the country and with the American Forces Radio Network around the world. Shout out to the servicemen and women. Looking for a little taste of home, and they're getting it with Speeds, the spitting statistician, helping them win their leagues and win that cash. I got my boy Donnie Burns with me on the ones and twos, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. And let me tell you something. Here in New York right now in Studio 34 at Rock and Riley's, it is so hot. We are all sweating steam right now, okay? We got some, uh, you know, some people with some interesting fashion decisions out here on the rooftop now that it is, uh, you know, 90 degrees in the big bad city. And also, there are some people in New York... Liberty shirts as the Liberty are getting it on right now in Madison Square Garden against the Minnesota there in the WNBA has kicked off their season. But here's what we're going to get into tonight with Donnie Burns. We're going to talk playoffs as usual. We're going to continue what I was telling you with uh, Kyle Turley in terms of his advocacy for pain management in the NFL. Interesting interview we have here as part of that three-part series with an actual doctor doing clinical trials of a marijuana strain that could be very interesting for the brain. We also, listen, we put the fun and functional sports radio and we've given you you know Lonzo Ball rapping over that Drake beat we've given you Le'Veon Bell well Damian Lillard is the last to use a Drake beat for uh, for his latest flow we're gonna play that and dissect it with my man Donnie Burns a little bit later on when we put the fun in functional sports radio this is the first night though in a long time where there is no NBA playoff game so you know it's interesting all the players talked about how they wanted that rest, you know, throughout the regular season. Well, they get it now, and obviously the TV uh, schedule is another thing the NBA playoffs have to adhere to. So my question is, what is the main reason the NBA playoff schedule is stretched out so much? Is it because they care about player safety and want players to rest, or is it to get that money from those TV contracts? We'll check in on that when we come back. I'm going to give you my starting lineup, the cipher. You know how we do. Holler at me if you want at 844-843-6879, but it's your boy. Speeds, the spitting statistician, here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spittin' Statistician. If you want to get at me this hour, you can certainly do that at 844-843-6879. And there's so many ways to follow us as well. Get us on Twitter if you want, at FNTSY Radio. That Twitter handle is good to go. And also, if you want to ask me any questions, to me to read out, answer on the show, or just follow me for all your good sports information and fun stuff, you can follow me at Spittin' Speeds. Let's get into the cipher because as you 
may have heard, if you were listening to the DFS lineup lock show last hour with Tony Sincata and Benny Ricciardi, you know that the next game on the slate's not until 7.30, so this could be viable, usable information, regardless of if you have that late swap or not. News and notes, unfortunately, for Atlanta Braves fans and Freddie Freeman owners, MRI came back. He does, in fact, have a broken wrist. He's going to be out for three months. In a correlating roster move, the Braves have signed James Loney to play a little bit of first base. Uh, James Paxton had a good bullpen session on his comeback. Remember, he had a forearm issue. He's only 90% owned and was absolutely killing it in the first month and a half of the season. So uh, worth a check to see if he is somehow available and you are in one of those 10% of leagues where you can get him on the waiver wire right now. Outfielder for the Blue Jays, Kevin Pillar, has been suspended for two games for using a homophobic slur in a recent game. So he will be out of the lineup. Reports are saying now that Doug Fister will sign, free agent Doug Fister will sign with the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim is what it looks like. They need some help with the rotation out there. Manny Machado missed the game again with that sore finger. And Eric Thames will be out tonight for Milwaukee in San Diego. He has strep throat, so it will not be a situation. Remember, I talked about this when you miss the consecutive games like that. If they just want to you know, throw you on that 10-day DL, I don't think that'll be the case for Eric Thames and the Milwaukee Brewers. Also, sad news to report. Cubs fan Richard Garrity died at the age of 42 on Tuesday after the game. He fell over the railing at Wrigley Field and um, passed away from his injuries. Richard Garrity at the age of 42. So moving on, though, I do want to give you my starting lineup for tonight. First, as usual, we hold ourselves accountable here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Last night, I told you to go for Michael Pineda against that horrible Kansas City Royals lineup. He got you a quality start. He got you a win. He struck out five. So once again, Speed's the spitting statistician helping you win your leagues and win that cash. I also told you that Jason Vargas was going to get rocked against the Yankees offense, and that's exactly what happened. He gave up six earned runs, only went four innings. Hopefully, you're listening to your boy Speed's the spitting statistician. Tonight, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you the God's honest truth. This is literally the worst slate I have seen all year at night. They talked about it on the DFS lineup lock show. There's only five games here at night. And with tornado warnings in Kansas City, it is very skeptical. I would not be playing any Royals or any Yankees tonight because it does not look like that game is going to go off emergency tornado watch in that Kansas City area. Here's the one game where I think you can find a stud pitcher. I think you need to look to to Atlanta. And tonight on FanDuel, you have 9,200 for Marcus Stroman or Julio Tehran at 8,200. I'm going to tell you something. This eight run total is the lowest total of the night. I don't like these other pitchers. I'm not going Hinjun Ryu. I'm not going Sonny Gray. Some of these guys have never even heard about. Hector Velasquez making his debut out of the Mexican League of all places. If there's one guy I'm going to go with, it's going to be Marcus Stroman at 9,200. Okay. Also, Part of that is because of the news I just told you. Freddie Freeman is going to be out of this lineup for a long time, including tonight. So this is the first game they're playing without Freddie Freeman. You know, and now you got basically Matt Kemp, and that's about it in that lineup that you got to worry about. So I like Marcus Stroman tonight for 9,200. I got to tell you the truth, though. 
there is one reason that I still might not like either one of the people in that game, and it is the new ballpark down there in Atlanta. SunTrust Park is the new ballpark. This is the first year they are playing there in Atlanta. And I was going back and forth on Twitter with my homegirl, Jessica Kleinschmidt, not Topanga. You can follow her on Twitter. She has great information all the time about ballpark factors. And so I was asking her, you know, what's the deal with this new ballpark? Is this going to play for hitters? Is it going to play for pitchers? You know, and so far, it is a relatively small sample size, but this new Atlanta ballpark is really playing like the old launching pad days of the Atlanta Fulton County Coliseum. Okay, this is not, you know, Turner Park was a kind of, you know, down the middle of the road, you know, fair to both hitters and pitchers. But this year, right now, this new ballpark, SunTrust, is so pro-hitter. Let me tell you something. As of last week, the Atlanta Braves had a 5.61 home ERA. That is the worst in the majors, okay? That is almost a third of a run higher than even the Rockies at Coors Field at 5.31 earned runs per nine, okay? Now, obviously, they've only played about 20 home games so far. It's a small sample size, but you might say that, but here's the other factor. It hasn't even get, gotten hot yet. In the summertime in the deep south down in Atlanta, you know the ball is going to fly even more. So this makes me think that that ballpark is an issue and is very pro hitter too bad yet again that freddie freeman it looks like is going to miss the next three months a perfect example is tonight's starter and this i want to get out there before you can uh, make this potentially erroneous suggestion or selection in your dfs lineups tonight julio Terran, their ace in home starts so far this year, his ERA is 8.14. On the road, his ERA is 0.18. And the same kind of difference you see in like opponent batting average against BABIP, a K per nine, walks, all the other inputs are the same. The difference really is the ballpark. It makes me think, and all five of the home runs that Tehran has given up so far this year have come in Atlanta in SunTrust Park. So it makes me think that, one, Tehran might be only a road play. And even though I mentioned him before at 8,600 or 8,200 tonight, I'm going the other way. I'm going Marcus Stroman because Marcus Stroman gets ground balls. He's a ground ball pitcher. No Freddie Freeman. Give me Marcus Stroman for 9,200. This is even built, you know, Chipper Jones, great brave of the 90s and the aughts. He said the first time he went into that stadium – the new Sun Truck Trust Park. He went in and he said he felt the wind tunnels and kind of like the jet streams going out into the alleys, saying he wished that he could still hit there. So this is something to keep an eye on. You know, I don't think you're rostering some of these other starters on the Atlanta Braves. You know, the R.A. Dickies and the Bartolo get a whiff of my Bartolo Colognes and the other kind of like older starters that the Braves have stocked up on in this first year in their new ballpark. But I think keep an eye on this. If you own Julio Tehran, okay, he has look at his home road splits he has pitched very very well has only given up runs in one of his road starts all season long but an era of over eight at SunTrust park that's enough for me to fade him tonight and use marcus stroman as the only pitcher i want any part of but this is what we do here on the fantasy sports radio network there's so many ways that we hook you up okay and let me tell you something you could listen live here if you want to ask a question holler at 844-843-6879 you could always contribute by asking questions or answering the poll at FNTSY Radio or follow me, your boy Speeds, the Spittin' Statistician, at Spittin' Speeds. But check this out. You could also 
Download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. This way, 24-7, you get all the great content for free here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Tony Sincata, who was eviscerating people left and right. Benny Riccardi, the number one ranker. Jake Seeley, Greg Sussman, Frank Stanfill, Mike Florio, my man, the fantasy Jesus, Joe Galina, Joey Piece of Pizza, so many guys. And, of course, your boy Dane Martinez as well. So you need to do that. You could also get the RotoExperts.com exclusive edge in-season fantasy baseball package because it's your ultimate bench coach for the 2017 season. Stay ahead of the pack with our in-depth statistical breakdowns, our trend analysis, and our player insights. Become a waiver wizard. Learn how to scan the numbers like a Roto scientist. We help you set the ideal lineups every week. And this season, you get a built-in training staff with our new injury advisor, powered by InsideInjuries.com. Get the RotoExperts.com exclusive edge in-season fantasy baseball package now and start soaring to the top of the standings. And if you enter promo code free radio, you get a special discount. So, so that's the way you really do it, okay? We give you what you need. We help you win your leagues. We help you win that cash. This way, all you got to do is give me like a 1% cut and we'll be all right, okay? Check it out. When we come back, we switch gears. We go to the NBA. We talk playoffs with my man Donnie Burns, the love doctor and the basketball correspondent. Hey, Donnie, Tony said that uh, they let you talk on this show, but that's when people are supposed to go get their breaks and go to the bathroom or something like that. Prove them wrong, Donnie Burns. Next segment, this is your time to prove them wrong. Give them that straight fire as we have a little Rakim coming out of break. Come on back. Me and Donnie Burns breaking down the NBA playoffs and so many other stories. Fantasy Freestyle here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And, of course, shout-out to our sports byline affiliates around the country and the American Forces Radio Network around the world. Listening to Fantasy Freestyle with your boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez. Speeds the spitting statistician. Always repping the BX here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Lean back with my man, Donnie Burns, on the ones and twos, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. Let's get into the cypher here on the Fantasy Freestyle. A couple of news and notes around the NFL. You know we never stop talking NFL 12 months a year here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The Pittsburgh Steelers have made a move that if you listen to Fantasy Freestyle and you were listening in the fall during the football season, you know, one of the guys that I really loved that I was rooting for, kind of vouching for, cheering for, was Steelers tight end Ladarius Green. But he had a slew of injuries, his ankle. He had a repeating issue with concussions. And today the Steelers have released tight end Ladarius Green. So I hope he lands on his feet and, more importantly, that he stays healthy. Also, the Los Angeles Rams have announced that their stadium deal is has been delayed until the year 2020, 2020, they'll finally be able to see maybe Jared Goff by that time still will be the quarterback or Todd Gurley and the Rams in their own stadium. That won't happen until the year 2020. Coincidentally, that's the same year that the Raiders are now set to move into their new stadium in Las Vegas. And another note. I didn't mention yesterday, but uh, Giselle Bunchen, uh, you know, Tom Brady's wife, said in an interview that her husband, Brady, has had multiple concussions that nobody talks about and that he was dealing with a concussion for a portion of last year. And that might be getting some people into a little bit of hot water because uh, the Pats never had Tom Brady on the injury report for that. And remember, you know, the Patriots are notorious for, you know, being a little bit 
tight-lipped when it comes to their injuries, almost like an NHL team, right? Like upper body, lower body. So that could be interesting. You know, Brady says he's going to play until he's 45 or 50. Not if he starts getting those uh, concussions. So we shall see. But we move on, though. Interesting night here tonight because this is the first time in a while we do not have an NBA playoff game to discuss. But we do have a game that happened last night. So I want to bring in my man, the love doctor, Donnie Burns here on the Fantasy Freestyle as always. And Donnie, I got to tell you, Cavs win game one of the Eastern Conference Finals in Boston. You know, I don't know if the word steal game one is really the way we should talk about it. They were four point favorites. They win 107 to 101. Excuse me, 117 to 104. And I got to tell you the truth. It was not even that close. LeBron James doing LeBron James things. I got to tell you a couple of things. One, I think the Celtics actually look tired. They looked as though they went through a, you know, a ringer of a seven game series against the Wizards and the Cavs looked like they were coming off of eight days of rest. Okay. Especially in that first half, LeBron looked fresh. He hit the, you know, their cuts were just so much sharper. LeBron finishes with 38 points, nine and seven. But what I want to tell you, there was a play about midway through the second quarter where LeBron James is literally going for a loose ball on his hands and knees, crawling, slapping it back in Browns, chasing it down on his hands and knees and was just showing more urgency, more fire, more enthusiasm than anybody on Boston. Also, who is going to guard LeBron in this series? I mean, I saw Marcus Smart have a shot at him. They put Kelly Olynyk on him for a few possessions, and LeBron literally was laughing at the Boston bench. Literally was like joking at the top after you cross uh, half court, being like, oh, all right, we're going to do this again. Clear out for me. The best guy that I saw checking LeBron was actually the rookie out of Cal, Jalen Brown, but I don't think he's going to get all that many minutes. Kevin Love also came to play 32-12, and 12, went 6 of 9 from three-point land, and I'm telling you, if the Cavs are playing like this, uh, we are going to see a battle of undefeated teams in the NBA Finals. Don, what was your biggest takeaways from Game 1 of the Eastern Conference Finals? Yeah, well, shout out to our uh, Boston native, Tony Sincata, a good friend of mine, For who sure. had his Boston Celtics trounced by like 70 but Ooh, Donnie Burns trying to repeat the fire I, I hear that I see what it is Love and you, yo Tony. look at first of all big shout out to me, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, giving you the format to respond to a guy like Tony Sincata after I got to tell you, Donnie, he eviscerated you at the end of DFS lineup lock. But bring those points back. Bring those points back. Why is uh, why are the Cavs going to roll here? Yeah, so here's the thing. Before the uh, series started, I kind of figured the C's would probably go with a combination of Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown, maybe yeah. even a little Jay Crowder in there. Although that last game during the regular season, Jay Crowder – couldn't really guard them. They lost by 23. So I figured Jalen Brown would have a good, sh- the best shot at least at guarding him. But, I mean, this series is essentially over. And it already? just started. You were already calling it? I we're mean, calling it? I said, I said sweep. So, you know. I hear you. I could see it. Listen, <laughs> I hear you. After that first game, home game, you lose by that much. That's a, that's a sweep. You don't think they eyes. were just tired, man, coming off the well, seven-game yeah. series? It's not going to get any better. The, the Cavs played eight games in 33 days. Yeah. It's not going to get any better. As if, it's almost as if the Celtics would have been better off 
being the two seed and having the Cavs be the one seed, right? Because they were not going to be up for the Cavs and ready. But if this was like the first two games were in Cleveland, then you have the shot of like, oh, game three, coming back home, maybe then they get one. Yeah, well, it seemed like it was an ego thing for the Celtics at the end of the year. Right. They really wanted that that one and seed. And the Cavs were cruising, remember? They, they were yeah, like not they playing didn't, defense. They didn't really think about... They were about... seeing if they could flip the switch. Exactly. And here's the thing. Brad Stevens, I don't know if you saw the interview at the end of the game, but he was talking about, hey, LeBron looks better right. than he did when I came into this league, and right. that's a scary thing. It is. We're saying this is peak you LeBron. You don't want your coach saying that, by the this way. This might be peak LeBron. You don't want your coach saying that. This is absolutely true. Yo, let me, let me, let me real quick touch on this other series, the Western Conference Finals, because, you know, I'm not going to talk to you also again. Uh, okay, fine. You think so? It's over. Yep. Like, over is in Correct. Spurs have no chance of winning the series, or over, like, this is going to be a 4 nothing sweep? Uh, this could be another sweep, too. Like, we we talked about it. Steph Curry is the engine right now. They're up yeah. 2-0. It's, yeah. it's over. No, I hear you. But here's what I would say. Remember what I just said about the Celtics. I think the Spurs, though, are in a position where, listen, they got embarrassed in Game 2, losing by 36. They go back home. They have Popovich. Kawhi has six days off, and he's probably going to you know, play in Game 3 at home. If the Spurs are going to get one, Saturday night Game 3 in San Antonio would be the one, right? See, the, here's the thing, though. I've never seen Pop so kind of fiery Resi- in, yeah. a, in a not a good way. I don't know how he coaches in that sense. I've never seen him like that. Therefore, I can't go either way with that because I've never seen him coach like this. I don't know if that's a bad thing or a good thing. Maybe because and he knows how the story is going to end. Kawhi is not going to be 100%. So. Oh, absolutely. But then again, really, is anybody 100% at Doesn't this, like at this stage Aldridge of the season? Is. And yeah. he's not hurt. <laughs> I guess not. I guess not. That's true. But uh, remember, one of the reasons we have no game to talk about tonight is because they stretch out this NBA schedule over the, uh, over the TV, you know, for, for TNT and ESPN. And also, you know... It's interesting how on a random Thursday night in February, they don't care about you know playing four games in five nights and back-to-backs, but not in the playoffs they don't. It's a completely different schedule. And we asked you on the poll question today on FNTSY Radio and at Spittin' Speeds, why do you think is the main reason the playoffs do this? Is it because they care about player safety and health and rest, or is it to get all that TV money? And right now, 86% of you say that it is a business and the focus is on the TV money. But let me tell you this. Donnie, do you remember when I had my man Tomic on, the Sleepless in America, and he had all those stats? All right, but check this out. My man, he sent me, he sent me a story as a follow-up to it that I got to talk about real quick here. Um, he sent me stats that in the 80s, the home team, uh, the home court advantage in the NBA was 68%. Home teams won 68%, and the margin of error was 5.8 points. In the 90s, it dropped down to 57%. And now, it is at its all-time low. It's an all-time low this season of uh, you know the home court advantage. And there are people speculating as to why. You are not going to be ready for this reason, Donnie Burns. Well, I would figure it's for super teams, but I, I'm sure that's no, not going to be why. No, They're, it's connected to the sleep thing. It's connected to the sleep thing, okay? It's connected to the sleep issue that we were talking about. And remember, road teams, maybe they go out and party a little bit. You know how road teams, you know how there's groupies in every NBA city. This article is claiming that it is the quote-unquote tinderization of the NBA. Now with the proliferation of the Tinder app, There is anonymous NBA GMs and players in the league saying that it is true because road players don't have to invest that much time or energy to do their dirt and have their business get done while they're on the road. All they got to do is swipe right. Literally, a a GM says, 
that it's the tinderization of the NBA with the dating app. There's no need for the players to go to the club all night anymore. A former all-star who also wants to remain anonymous says it's absolutely true that you get at least two hours of sleep now more getting laid on the road versus 10 years ago, saying no schmoozing, no going out to the club, no having to get something to eat after the club and before going to the hotel. Now, because of Tinder, they're skipping all those steps, and at the backside, they're getting extra sleep. So what do you think about that, Donnie? Uh, that's actually surprising. Like I said, I thought that answer was going to be super teams. No, we put the fun in functional apparently, sports radio apparently. here, Pa. You know how we do here on the fantasy freestyle. But remember, I was surprised to see all the stats backing up. You know the impact of sleep. So it stands to reason that if you're able to do this in a little bit of a quicker fashion, you know, and and, and do what you got to do, um, maybe you're getting more sleep and you're and you're ready to roll on the road. Thus decreasing the home field advantage. What I will say is whether he's at home or on the road, Isaiah Thomas needs some help. He got 17 points and 10 assists, but you know, we've been talking about who would be that second scorer, right? We've talked about, you know, it's Avery Bradley showed up one game, you know, Kelly Olynyk out of nowhere. I think we've been looking for Jay Crowder to do his thing, so we'll see if in game two, someone can step up and help Isaiah Thomas because it looks like he might even be being guarded by LeBron James at times, so that's crazy. Um, could it be next year Markel Fultz? Or could they trade that pick for a second win scorer? A guy like, oh, I don't know, Jimmy Butler perhaps? A guy like, oh, I don't know, Paul George perhaps? We shall see if the Celtics get that second scorer. But Donnie Burns is telling you this series is over. Down go the Celtics. When we come back, we can keep it going. Put the fun in Functional Sports Radio. Part 2 of Kyle Turley and Chasing the Strains, Marijuana Advocacy, and a whole lot more here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds, the spitting statistician holding you down on a summer Thursday. It's so hot. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy Dane Martinez holding you down on a Thursday night live at Rockin' Riley's Studio 34 right here in Midtown Manhattan. Manhattan, Come on over. I'll buy you a drink like T-Pain. Buy you a drink. I got my boy Donnie Burns with me on the ones and twos. Yo, Donnie Burns, 86% say that the reason that we have uh, you know the stretched out playoff uh, schedule is because of TV money. You know, just trying to get as many games as possible on prime time on TNT on ESPN over the weekend, which is why you have the Western Conference Finals that had Game Two. What well, they have Game Two on uh, Tuesday, and they're not playing again until Saturday. Hey, Donnie, you think that's all money? You think that's all driven by TV money? Yeah, it's it's all money, and it's all a lot of opinions too. Like you hear most of the year, oh, the two teams that are going to be in the finals are the Cavs and the Warriors. Right. We don't like that. Well, people always have opinions. There's in the Stanley Cup, it's probably going to be the Predators and the Senators and no one wants that. No one wants to see that. You know what I mean? So it's always going to be opinionated. Yeah, it's for the money, but they got to do it. So. Yep. No, I hear you. I hear you. Yo, check it out. Here's what we're going to do as we put the fun in functional sports radio. One of the things I've been talking about for a while, as you know, if you listen to the show a lot, is this idea of pain management in the NFL. We talk about the prescription pain kills, pain pills, and we talk about marijuana advocacy. Well, Kyle Turley is among those. Remember, I talked about Jake Plummer. Uh, we had Eugene Monroe and others that are actually doing advocacy. And uh, Kyle Turley is among them. Yesterday, I told you about how 
you know, testimonials from his wife, from his parent, from his parents about how, you know, what these psychoactive pharmaceutical chemicals did to him, these fits of rage and anger and not really being the human that he was and the change that happened to him with marijuana. Well, today in part two. What I want to tell you about is what they did is they went to the Harvard first ever cannabis conference that was being put on by the Harvard Med School, okay? And Kyle Turley had an opportunity to interview a scientist who isolated this this uh, chemical, not a chemical, a drug called AG2, which is part of marijuana. And he has built a strain that saw that the cannabinoids were so helpful to the brain, um, but yet they're being stonewalled for being able to do clinical trials on it. I think it is very interesting. Donnie Burns, if we have that, can we please... Play right now. This is a portion of the interview again from Vice Sports. Kyle Turley, a three-part series called "Chasing the Strains." This is him interviewing a um, you know a clinical physician who is running trials on the impact on the brain that marijuana can have as a um, as a medicine as help. Let's hear some injury better than cannabis. Quite a few years ago, we showed in animals. For some peculiar reasons, it's a little bit difficult to do an experiment with a human to give him a, uh, something on the head and say, let's see whether it works. Right. Well, we, uh, we call it practice. Yeah. Uh, we caused a relatively light damage to the brain of mice. And uh, we uh, administered them one of the endogenous cannabinoids, one of those compounds that we produce ourselves. 2AG. And we found that we could reduce by 50% the damage that was done. And it was published in the major journal of science of nature. So it's not unavailable, it's there. So here we have strong data showing that a cannabis type compound helps. Once we showed quite a few years ago that 2AG helps, it should have been done uh, in humans in a clinical trial. And yet, 2-AG has never been administered to a human. Chances are that uh, concussions can be treated with the 2-AG, which is a cannabis that we produce. Sure. It's not a plan that people can say, who knows what the effects of the... This is something that we produce. You know, we know it's not toxic. It has never, never been administered to a human. Uh, uh, so there I you have it. Exactly. There you have it. Like, and they're at a loss for words of like, why not follow through? At least with the research, at least with the clinical trials. I thought there was two very important things there. One is that they said it has been proven to reduce the damage by fifty percent of things that could happen, like concussions to the brain. The other thing that I thought was very interesting that the doctor said about this isolated two AG is this idea that this is published in major journals. So when the NFL and Roger Goodell says that they are waiting for the medical community or waiting for the science. No, they're not. The science is there. They are just scared. They just are going to use this as a negotiating ploy with the new collective bargaining agreement. As I have said in part two, you know, they go on to also talk about other clinicians that are trying to form a database to actually isolate the right strains, which would have the right effects, you know, on the brain. There is actual research. This is not just as Roger Goodell flippantly said, you know, at the draft, hey, 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 guys are going to smoke. That's bad for you. They don't actually understand. And the research is there. He also then visited. 
visited, Kyle Turley did, with Todd Marinovich, former Raiders quarterback, and his father, Marv Marinovich, uh, who was a, an offensive lineman back in the 60s and 70s. The father, Papa Marinovich now, has dementia. But Todd Marinovich, who's also having some early CTE um, symptoms, they are now using cannabinoid oils. And you can see the father, when he does it for the first time, literally noticing a different effect. So, you know, we're going to keep talking about this here on the Fantasy Freestyle because, you know, not only do we give you what you need to win your leagues and win that cash, but we keep you up on what's really good here. And uh, I encourage everybody to uh, tune in tomorrow or Monday when we do part three, where actually Kyle Turley talks with a lot of former NFL players that are going through the same struggles, the same trials and tribulations that he described as his family described in part one. I think this is very important for people to understand, so we are going to keep on talking about it here on the Fantasy Freestyle. But as we move on, and we put the fun in functional sports radio, Donna, you remember a couple of weeks ago when I told you that uh, there was a MMA match, a women's MMA match in Japan that was going to be going on with a 12-year-old girl. Do you remember that? I do. All right, so that's happening this weekend. This weekend, the 20th, at Deep Jewel 16 in Tokyo, okay? And I got to tell you, it's Momo Shimuzu, the 12-year-old, against Momoko Yamazaki. But apparently, there is no outrage whatsoever about this in Japan. And in fact, it's actually commonplace. A managing partner of the kind of the league out there, you know, what would be the UFC, says there is no kind of backlash that it's been done before there. Fans are used to seeing kids doing kickboxing and beating adults. If anything, there's more of an expectation that she's the next big thing. They actually appreciate the concern from the U.S. because no one's concerned in Japan. They're just seeing her as kind of the next big thing. This girl, the 12-year-old, remember her name is Momo, she started training at three years old. She had two older brothers who fought in MMA. And this girl, get this, Don, she has already had about 100 fights in jiu-jitsu and karate. She's 12 years old. Her manager... And I'm reading from a piece right now on Bleacher Report. Her manager actually says, are you ready for this? Of course there's always a danger. You can never say it's 100% safe, right? But if we're talking about the danger of brain injuries, in that sense, I personally think kids' football, kids' soccer, and even playground activities can cause more danger of getting hit to the head. So she's kind of throwing it right back in the United States' face, being like, ah, you do the same thing, which I think is interesting. And also, next week on the Fantasy Freestyle, we're going to be also talking about um, youth soccer in this with brain injuries as well because of all the they might outlaw the header in youth soccer we're going to be talking about that next week as well but also this girl momo she goes to a gym in japan where like what they do is focus it's a special gym focusing on like prodigies there's a couple of teenagers that are also playing you know and fighting 19 year old nayuki inua she's already 10 and 0 and she's signed for the with the ufc she's 19 years old Another 22-year-old in that gym, her name is Miziuku, Miziuku Ino, the older sister. She made her pro debut at 16 and is already 12-4 and four in the UFC. There's also an 18-year-old named Yukari Yamagoshi, and you know I probably butchered that name. She's already 1-0. So this is not, this is kind of commonplace. They just see child prodigies in the same way we would see like basketball prodigies or soccer prodigies. Does the, does the fact that they think it's kind of the same, that they're trying to train them in real ways, be safe with them, and make a comparison to like, 
you know, the potential dangers of American football. Does that hold any water with you, Don? Or are you still outraged at the sheer fact of a 12-year-old fighting a 24-year-old? I, I mean, I'm not too outraged. Like, once you hear it, the, customs are different everywhere. So, yes, we can voice our concern, but we can't change anything. We're not going to change their customs. If that's what they believe, they believe that. So, I mean, I'm kind of all in on it, I guess. You're all in on it? I You're okay? All, I You're down? Say, uh, you okay? I would you say all in, but I get where they're coming from. All right, so here's the critical question, though. This thing is happening Saturday night, Deep Jewel 16. So who you got? You got the 12-year-old? You got Momo? Or you're riding with the 24-year-old? I'm taking the 12-year-old. I'm taking the 12-year-old. I, I'm riding How with Momo. Fights? Is this her first fight? This right? is her first U- like UFC yeah, MMA fight, uh, but they said she's had 100 fights in jiu-jitsu and karate already. I'll take the experience. I'll take the 24-year-old. You take the 24-year-old? All right. You need to put it on our board, Donnie. You need to put it on our board. I, can you at least give me, can you give me like odds or something? I'm taking a 12-year-old girl. Give me, give me two to one odds. Come on. I, I Give me two to one odds on a beer here at fine, Rock and Riley's. Fine, yeah, all, right. all right, so when we're here Monday, when yep. we're here Monday, I'm going to give you the results. When we put the fun in functional sports radio, we'll see how we do, all right? But uh, check it out. One thing I do want to do before I lose you, because I know I got my boy Chris Bavona with me on Fridays, and I know, you know, you're also an urban kid. You're a hip-hop guy. We have Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard is ready to rock over this Drake Blue Smoke beat. So here's what I want to do, Donnie. What I want to do is play a little bit of this, because Dame Lillard is actually known as one of the best rappers in the NBA anyway. So what I want to do is play a little bit of this. We'll have a quick break, and then as we come back to close the show, we'll break it down, okay? How does that sound, Donnie? So while we play, while we play, this is a little bit of Dame Dollar, Damian Lillard rapping over that uh, Drake uh, Smoke beat. Let's, uh, let's hear what he's got. Private resort in the butler. Reflect on my life by the ocean. Damn, it was worth it to suffer. Hit up my brother, my cousin. Real love in our discussion. Me and C plotting on them. Y'all get ready for destruction. I don't be tripping, I say what I think, and I'm sticking to that. Moving and rapping, they tell me to stop, but the numbers don't lie, I get millions for that. They won't resent me for rap. I brought this energy back. Y'all chemists be whack. I live with the energy pack. Losing the offs, I'll be back. A ring in my seat won't be stacked. Uh. All right, I got to tell you the truth. I got to tell you the truth, Donnie. I know you loved yourself some Lonzo Ball. I got to tell you the truth. I'm riding with Dame Dollar. I think Dame has been the best lyricist we have heard, whether it be Le'Veon Bell, whether it be Lonzo Ball, because all those other guys, they're doing like that trap music, and you don't even, you know, it's real. It's a lot slower. Dame is fitting actual lyrics, you know. He's got an actual rhyme scheme, and he's packing the bars, I think, with better lyricism. What do you think, Donnie? Yeah, his lyricism is better, but if you're going to, I'm kind of like a beat guy. I I'm an old school guy. You know, I need lyrics, I baby. I need you yeah, to be saying something. I would say Le'Veon sounds a little bit better. But what do you mean? First of all, wait a second. Lonzo and Dame Lillard were rapping over the same beat. So what are we talking about here? Uh, Dame, I guess I would take Dame in that regards, but I think Le'Veon, in, in ter- he sounds better. You think Le'Veon sounds better? All right. Well, remember, he's got a full album, Le'Veon, and he had a video for that track, Machine, that came out. So, uh, you know, we're going to keep it right. And you know what else, Donnie Burns? We got to check in on. You got to do me a favor. Next time you see the Night Owl, okay? Next time you see the Night Owl, JP, what we need to do is ask him. We need to find out if that prom took place. This is prom season, right? It is. We need to find out if Le'Veon Bell and that young lady, Ava Tarantino, uh, if they went. 
on the prom if that happened. What we got to do is get our boy the Night Owl JP. We need to get him like tweeting at Ava Tarantino or Le'Veon, and we got to find out if that prom actually took place and if Le'Veon Bell actually went. But I got to tell you the truth, my man. I, I I'm riding with Dame Dollar. I think that was the best track that I've heard out of uh you know out of NBA players so far this season. Iman Shumpert, you my friend are up next. When we come back here after the break, we're gonna tie a nice neat little ball on this episode of the Fantasy Freestyle here from Studio 34 and Rockin' Riley's. It's your boy Dane Martinez holding you down. You know a guy named Dane is going to support a guy who rhymes by Dame, right? That's, that's, that's how we do. But come on back. Donnie Burns and I will close out the Thursday edition of the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and, of course, to all our sports byline affiliates around the country and the American Forces Radio Network for the service men and women around the world here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Freestyle. Aha! You know what it is. It's Fantasy Freestyle back on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network as we close out the Thursday edition. I want to catch you up on these polls. 86% of you continue to agree with Donnie Burns and myself that this NBA playoff schedule is all about the money. 86% of you saying it is about getting that TV money. And only 14% say it's anything to do with player safety or allowing players to get that rest. I also want to tell you, update you on a couple of scores right now. In the bottom of the second, the Twins are up on the Rockies in Game 2 of an interleague doubleheader, one nothing in that one. And also, I told you about SunTrust Field, and I told you that Julio Tehran at home was getting lit up, but that he's a great play on the road. Well, Julio Tehran is going at home, and right now the Toronto Blue Jays are already up on Julio Tehran and the Atlanta Braves, 3 nothing. them scoring three runs in the first inning right off of Julio Tehran at Atlanta and SunTrust Park, exactly the way I told you why you needed to fade Tehran and start Marcus Stroman, if anybody, in tonight in DFS. That's why I help you win your leagues and win that cash. Good show, though, today, Donnie Burns, man. A big Thursday. I'm really excited. 90-some-odd degrees here in the big, bad city. Tomorrow, you can catch me. I'll be back here on Fantasy Freestyle, as always, 7 to 8 p.m. I'm going to have my boy Chris Bavona in your seat, though, Donnie Burns. What we're going to do, we're going to catch him up on all the fun and functional sports radio stories we've been talking about over the last couple of weeks. Also, big news that... That Floyd Mayweather Conor McGregor fight, we may have progress on that. Dana White breaking some news the other day, so we're going to talk about that a little bit. And I will be breaking down the preak nasty, the preakness, the second jewel of the triple crown will be going from Pimlico on Saturday. If you don't remember, before the Kentucky Derby uh, on that Friday, I had it, I broke it down, and I told you that the five horse always dreaming. The first thing I said was that I liked that Johnny Velasquez and Todd Pletcher combo to win. And oh, what do you know? I called the Kentucky Derby cold. You want to know how to win some cash this weekend? Tune in tomorrow when I give you my breakdown of the Preakness live from Pimlico and it'll be me and Chris Bavona helping you win your leagues and win that cash but Donnie I hope you have a great weekend I'll see you on Monday and we'll see what happens uh, 12 year old MMA girls alright Thursday edition of a Fantasy Freestyle I'm your boy Dane Martinez Fantasy Sports Radio Network see you tomorrow